try to receive in international transmission. Are you ready? from the heart of London into Australia. The UK's biggest hits, stars and gossip all live in one place. Around Australia, this is the UK Top 10 with Nick Kay on KISS. Let's go. Yeah, hello. This thing on, we are coming to you live from the other side of the planet, uh, out of London. It's the UK Top 10. Hello, Nick Kay this evening. Huge week, massive week, lined up with hits, stars, um, a load of goss as well. Lots happened in the UK this week. So hang on, about uh, seven minutes from now, got a thing we call the lowdown. Going to bring you all the UK celeb goss. Uh, not to mention Sir Charlie Puth. You know the one he sings about Marvin Gaye and getting it on. And he also did that touching Paul Walker tribute. Speaking of which, he's coming by to hang out. Uh, he's caught up with Serena recently. We're going to play that back for you. They chat about uh, where he got the inspiration to write that song, See You Again, the tribute for Paul Walker. And uh, it gets quite emotional, trust me. It might draw a tear to you, to the eye. Uh, so hang on, that's coming up in about 20 minutes. Charlie Puth hanging out with us here at the UK Top 10. But first, kill the music, everybody. Let's check out what last week's Top 3 was in the countdown before we kick off this week's Top 10. These are the biggest three hits from last week's countdown. Three. Sam Smith, last week's number three. Two. Is it too late now to say sorry? My boy Bieber at two. One. And anywhere you go for the next few months, I promise, you're going to get it. Adele, hello. Number one out of the UK uh, last week and the week before and the week before that. Uh, is she going to have the number one spot again? Hang on. It happens at the end of the show. We find out what's number one. Uh, coming up next, though, we do the Kiss Future hit. That's six minutes away. I've got some good news about uh, last week's Kiss Future hit. I'm going to tell you what that is in the next six minutes' time. Kicking us off, KDA, Tiny Tampa, and KDB. This is Turn the Music Louder. Up from eight to ten, you got the UK top ten here at Kiss. So rap, so fresh. Ever since I left the city You got Drake with Hotline Bling up from 5 to 9 this week Right around Australia on KISS We're live from Britain This is the UK Top 10 This week's KISS Future Hit We do it every week Hey, do you know last week um, The song we predicted to be a KISS Future Hit Was Fleur East Sachs You probably don't know who she is She was was runner-up to last year's X Factor here in the UK Killing it. Can I just say, she's uh, debuting in the chart this week, so keep your not, keep an eye out for Fleury's. It's a great song. It's called Sax. This week, though, um, a, couple of, a couple of artists teaming up for our Kiss Future Heat. You know Sigma and Rita Ora. Uh, you know Sigma from these songs. And Rita from these... Okay, so the two of them, Sigma the DJ, uh, the DJ duo, and Rita Ora, the vocalist, have teamed up to do another song. It is called Coming Home. Check it out. I reckon it's going to do well. It's a Kiss Future hit this week. Uh, and if you like the sound of Sigma and Rita Aura together, 
Uh, then hang around. In about seven minutes, we're going to do the lowdown, and those two are t- doing karaoke together. I've got the audio. Uh, we're going to play it. Coming up in the lowdown, that is only six minutes from now as we jump into Sam Smith. He's all the way up from number three last week. He's sitting at eight this week right around Australia. On Kiss, you got the UK top ten. I've been Love, 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 love his new album. Bieber, what do you mean? It's seven, right around Australia. This is Kiss. You got the UK top ten. It's Nick K hanging out with you. This is the lowdown. You know if it happens in the UK and it's worth talking about, this is the place you're going to find all your UK celeb goss. Usually Crossy's here to do uh, this sort of stuff. I'm not the gossip sort of guy, but he's away. So um, I've done, I've done, I've put together the quick fire lowdown round. So let's jump into it. Uh, former 1D member Zayn Malik, he's dropped a snippet this week of his brand new single. It's called B4. Take note of the spelling. The four part is spelled F-O-U-R, like the number rather than F-O. Uh, e, I don't know why. Uh, one day's album, last album was called Four. Maybe that's a plug at that. I'm not sure, to be honest. He also talks about the new album. He sounds thrilled. Have a listen. Life experiences have just been the influences for the album and just stuff that I've been through, especially in the last five years with being in the band and everything. It's a nice feeling to come out of a place where you are being told what to do and, you know, to be of a certain way, just because of certain expectations or certain things that people want to see. Now, while he didn't sound thrilled talking there, trust me, uh, that's very exciting for 1D fans, even Zane fans. I know he's not part of 1D anymore, but while we're on the 1D buzz, uh, they, they rocked up to Ellen this week, One Direction, and they played a game with her called Never Have I Ever. Now, I've got some audio to play for you, right? But because it's more of a visual thing, it was a TV show. I'm going to kind of explain it as we go through. So basically, they had paddles. Ellen gave them paddles. One side said, I have never. The other side of the paddle said, I have. Ellen asks a question. They hold up whether they have or haven't. Pretty self-explanatory. Let's have a listen to how that went down. Okay, never have I ever had someone write a song about me. (laughs) Okay, they all put up, I... I have never. We're not going to play if you're going to lie. They're looking at Harry here. Okay, because Harry apparently had that song written by for him by Taylor Swift, the one that called Style. So that was that. what that's about. Go check it out online. It's actually quite funny. I said to you that Rita Ora and Sigma had teamed up for some karaoke. Uh, they did that, but they also made Rita do a cover of Adele's, uh, Adele's Hello in karaoke. Take a listen to this. And she's done, she's put a twist on it. Have a listen. You'll, you'll get this for yourself. Trying to work out what language that is. What language is that? It's a made up one. It's a made up language. Yes, she was, but take note of how great her voice was. Am I right? Okay, moving on. Uh, David Beckham yet again voted the world's sexiest man alive by People magazine. And while we're on the whole Adele buzz, she's been talking about her body image. She's not really happy with what people are saying. I do have body image problems for sure, um, but they don't. I don't let them rule my life, you know, um, at all. 
and there's bigger issues going on in the world than how I might feel about myself and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think mainly that, that there's only one of you. So why would you want to look like everyone else? Why would you want to have the same hairstyle as everyone else and have the same opinions as everybody else? Well said, Adele. Well said. Coming up, we hang out with Charlie Puth. That is six minutes away. He talks to us about uh, writing the song See You Again, uh, where he, that was for the Paul Walker tribute from Fast and Furious 7, where he got the inspiration. Gets quite emotional. Uh, we do that six minutes from now, the weekend. This is The Hills. At number six here at the UK Top 10, it's Kiss. with brand new M&EK and Zara Larson. That is Never Forget You sitting at five here at the UK Top 10. Time to catch up with Charlie Puth. Uh, Serena caught up with him earlier in the week. Let's hear how they got on. Hey, this is Charlie Puth. When I see you again. Charlie Puth, great to meet you. Great to meet you too. Now, listen, everyone thinks with the success of um, See You Again that you have become an overnight success. So how many years did it take you to actually become an overnight success? It took seven years to become an overnight success. Seven years of, you know, painstakingly uploading YouTube videos and writing terrible music and uh, waiting outside of record executives' doors of the same label that I actually am signed to right now so yeah not an overnight success but uh, I'm I'm humbled by that so see you again how did that come about because they actually approached you mm-hmm. to write the song um, and you didn't even know Paul Walker but you did an amazing job oh thank you no I didn't know Paul Walker but I did have a friend who passed away two years prior when I wrote it and when my friend had passed away I kind of just I don't know why I did this but I wrote him a text message when I found out that he died but I wrote it very conversationally I was like don't actually tell me that you you passed away like come on that's not true and then obviously I never heard back from him oh that's so sad but the reason why I did that I always kept that energy in the back of my mind and I was like there's a song there I just don't know what it's gonna be and um I just went into the studio one day and they were like can you try writing something for Paul Walker and I sat down and I was like I didn't know Paul but I had a friend who passed away in a car accident so what would Vin Diesel's last text message be to Paul Walker and I thought um you know I have so much to tell you right now but I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. And I thought of that, and I was like, that's kind of a... So I went to the piano, and the first thing that came out of my mouth was, going back to what I felt that day when my friend died, um, um, that it it was a long day. It's been a long day. And then, without you, my friend, because it was my friend, and now I'm officially thinking of like what Vin Diesel would say to Paul Walker. And I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. I'll tell you all about that long day when I see you again. And it just, it just worked. I'm cheering up, right, just hearing oh, the story. Don't... How do you perform that when a song is so personal like that? How do you not tear up every time you perform it? What I do is um, I like to pretend that my my friend or Paul is sitting next to me on the piano bench when I'm performing it, but they're like, it's not like a sad thing because they're like, they're like, yeah, this is a good song. And um, I just think I, I have to focus on like, you know, me hitting the right notes. If I think of, when I think of all the, the musicality and everything, it takes my mind off the, the meaning of the song just for that moment while the audience can focus on the meaning of the song. And then, of course, when it's over, I just erupt into tears. So you've had great success with See You Again. Then you teamed up with Megan Trainer for Mar- Marvin Gaye. 
again, that went right up to the top of the charts. So when you release your next single, is there some pressure? You're going, okay, what do I do? How do I make this happen again? The moment I start thinking like that, I stop myself from thinking like that because that's not how I wrote Marvin Gaye. That's not how I wrote See You Again. Like Marvin Gaye couldn't be more of a different song than See You Again. And it's doing insanely well. I wrote it because I was relaxed. I was having a good time. I was, um, you know, in L.A. surrounded by pretty women. And I was just, I wanted to make the anthem for them. So One Call Away, which is uh, the song after... Marvin Gaye. Um, it's my friend was uh, in, he's in, still in a long distance relationship, and I was in a writing group with um, some brilliant writers, and they were like, "Okay, I have this one line. We have to finish it. I'm only one call away, and that's all we had. And then they, and then one by one, we all started to come up with the next line, and the next line, and the next line, and then." Next morning we produced it out and my friend heard it and he was like, he just started crying. I'm like, dude, it's kind of supposed to be a happy song. Why are you crying? And he said, oh, I'm just saying, you know, I'm in, I've been in this relationship for a year. I haven't seen her in a year. She lives in Australia and this song makes me want to get on a plane and go see her. And I was just like, oh, that's how I knew it was going to be. I think it's going to be a big song. Stand by more coming up with Charlie Puth here at the UK Top 10. He talks to us about how he's a sensitive person and he's not afraid to admit it. It's on the way. It's the UK Top 10. Hey, that's a brand new entry here at the UK yeah. Top 10 from Weston. That is called Into, debuting at number four here at KISS. And we are catching up with Charlie Puth. Uh, Serena caught up with him earlier in the week. Uh, he's talking to us now about how he's a sensitive person. He's not afraid to admit it either. Hey, this is Charlie Puth. When I see you again. So deep down, right, are you just a romantic and softy at heart? I am. I'm a very, um, I'm a very more of a sexual person I'm more of a sensual person I, I I have a lot of empathy for people I, I don't I don't kill bugs I always like help bees out of the pool if they're like you know drowning I have a lot so I think I'm a very sensitive person I've always been in my life and uh, even like when I used to get like bullied I used to feel like I used to like cry for the bullies because it's like what's going on in their house that they're so mean so I think that happened that that applies to my um my lyricism and songwriting. So being a sensitive person and being from New Jersey, how do you cope with the whole Hollywood lifestyle, the whole Hollywood mentality? I just... I, you you can choose to be a part of that. If you are really concerned about paparazzi following you, don't tell them where you're at or don't t- don't tip the restaurant or have your uh, assistant tip the restaurant because... You, That's what, what happens, doesn't it? That's exactly what happens. That No one can know. LA is so massive. No one can know where someone is like like Justin Bieber roams around New York with a hat on and, you know of course after like you know 30 minutes people start to catch on that's when he goes in the van and scoots off but he don't he doesn't step foot somewhere and then well actually he kind of does that's, <laughs> that actually kind of happens to him but like most of the people that doesn't happen now Charlie we know all about new music right what's one thing we don't know about you and you haven't shared with any of the press yet um everybody thinks that you know, they, they say, oh, I got all this success overnight and I must have all these women in my life. I love women so, so much. But they, they think that I'm like this, like, like you know, I'm just racking them. Like, I'm just like this playboy. They don't know that once the show is done and I 
I'm like, you know, in, in my bed, I'm not like calling up like a bunch. I don't have that Rolodex of women. I'm going to bed. So I want people, I don't want people to think that I have like, you know, I'm this like, you know, crazy hustler or anything like that. But if people were to see you out and about and they did fancy you, should they be approaching you or leaving you alone? Oh, approaching me, please. <laughs> I want to I find a nice sexy girl to be around. <laughs> Charlie, great to meet you. Great to meet you too. Thank you. Hi, this is Flo Reese, and you're listening to my new single, Sack. This is the UK Top 10 3. I met a boy like... Get You got the UK Top 10 right around Australia on KISS. It's Nick K hanging out with you this week and uh, that is a brand new entry into the UK Top 10. I know, I know. You're sitting in your car like, what is that funky jazz piece of work? The artist is Fleur East. The song is called Sax. It is debuting this week at number three in the in the UK Top 10. Now, if you recall last week on the show, we, we do a segment every week called the KISS Future Hit. That was last week's KISS Future Hit. Bam, predicted it. She's debuted this week at number three. She was last year's X Factor runner-up. She did not win. She's taken a year to kind of get herself together. I believe that is the first of uh, of what we're yet to see from Fleury. She's going to do amazing things, I reckon. Stand by. A brand new number one, maybe, or is it still Adele? That is only three minutes away right after we uh, play B before you. This is Sorry staying put it two for a second week in a row. It's the UK Top 10 here at Kiss. You gotta go and get angry at all of my honesty. Britain's biggest hits We call it the UK Top 10 We are live around the country on KISS It's Nick K hanging out with you this week Bieber staying put it in the number 2 position with Sorry I think that's 3 weeks in a row now uh, Number 1 I think we all know who's got it She hasn't moved for a few weeks She's probably there again Let's recap the Top 10 shall we This week's number 1 UK hit Plays next Here is the Top 10 so far I know when that hotline blinks Seven Six Five Four Three album is out now for Adele. It's doing amazing things and this single absolutely killing it globally uh, is at number one for the third week in a row. This is Adele. Hello. <laughs> you got Kiss. This is the UK Top 10. Hello. It's Nick Kay, live around Australia, out of Britain. This is the UK Top 10 uh, on KISS. And Adele, doing it again, three weeks in a row. That is, hello, uh, it's time for us to get out of here, making way for loads more music. And uh, you can catch us back at the podcast. If you missed anything this week, I'm talking about future hits. I'm talking about One Direction playing Never Have I Ever with Ellen. I'm talking about Zayn Malik talking about his brand new single that has not come out yet. I'm talking about Charlie Puth. Really getting intimate with Serena and and getting emotional about emotional emotional about see you again and where that inspiration came from. You need the podcast. Uh, type kiss into the iTunes store or the UK top ten. You'll find us there. And until next week, everybody have a great one, and we will see you then.